Welcome to another edition episode of Lockdown Landing, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Baker. How is everybody doing today? It is Friday. We're coming to you a little bit later than usual, uh, unfortunately, due to some technical difficulties that we were having. Uh, but here we are. Here I am. I'm talking to you. We're going to end the week on a, on a good note. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, not a lot going on. As you would imagine in sports or even NHL or even uh, Lightning World. Uh, so we're just going to free will it today. Um, I'm going to discuss maybe some of my... I'll, I'll go into some of my award uh, predictions for you know which te- what players have the best chance of winning these awards. Which players do I think will win? And maybe you know what I'll do? I'll do is if you had to award those those if you have to award those trophies by team so we'll we'll do that uh which players if you just had to use players from the lightning uh which players would uh you know win win the awards so we'll get into that now let's start off with the heart trophy now obviously for those of you who may not know the heart trophy is of course awarded to the league's mvp um and and if I had to pick a player, um, just you know, right now, top of my head, um, I guess it would go to David Pasternak. He's having an absolutely incredible season. Uh, I still believe, contrary to a, you know, a lot of NHL fans would probably pick, um, be more inclined actually to pick uh, Connor McDavid, which is not a bad alternate choice. But I think David Pasternak is just one of the deadliest players in this league right now. Um, he always has an effect on on the game in some form. Uh, whether it's just creating chances for other players on the team, on the Bruins, or as well as, you know, just having the ability to uh, net a goal from any spot on the ice. So, you know, I have to give it to David Poshnok, of course. Unfortunately, he does play for the Bruins, so, you know, I am a little reluctant to fully uh, give in to that that idea. So, yeah, I could also give it to Connor McDavid as well. Um, And if I had to give it to one player on the Lightning... For I guess the 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 team award for MVP, I would probably give it to Nikita Kucherov. I mean, you know, he's he's played very well this year. You know, he hasn't played as well as he did the year he did win the MVP uh, last year, but he still did. He still you know is putting up the numbers enough to warrant himself uh, recognition for that award. Um, if Steven Stamkos maybe would have stayed healthy and played. Uh, just as many games as Kucherov did, I probably would uh, even give that to uh, to um, Stamkos as well. But you have to give the edge for, I guess, team MVP award thus far. Because uh, we don't know if, you know, they're going to resume, once they resume play, are they going to jump into the playoffs or are they going to jump into the regular season and just finish out those games? But I don't think at this point, um, you know, it would make much of a difference uh, playing those 18 games and, you know, having... To decide who is going to win those awards, I think right now uh, a lot of the writers and a lot of the players pretty much have an idea as to who's going to come out on top with these with these awards by now. Now moving on to the Art Ross Trophy, and that is awarded to the points leader at the end of the season. And you know it's it's no contest here. You're going to have to give it give it up to uh, Leon Drysaddle, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, if the season were to end today, uh, he would have 110 points and. You know, I don't think a lot of people really foresaw Leon Dreisaitl having the year he did um, and, you know, solidifying himself as, uh, you know, one of the two bet. Uh, I guess you could put him in the two slot of best player on earth right now. Um, 
of course, I would have to give number one spot for you know best hockey player on the planet right now would probably be Connor McDavid. And I guess you know just going off my last argument for the Hart Trophy um, with David Pasternak, I guess uh, two and three could be interchangeable between Drysaddle and Pasternak. Um, yeah, uh, I mean Drysaddle, you know, especially with the time that Connor McDavid missed. Uh, Drysaddle absolutely turned his game up into another gear, and if you know if things work out well for this team, I could see. Um, and it's kind of funny that I mentioned this this whole topic of Drysaddle and McDavid, and you know, uh, is because Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky, of course, the great one, came out. I believe it was either late yesterday or t- early today, saying how McDavid's going to win a cup at some point just because he's too good. And I believe so. I believe if you know if this team. Uh, stays the course, and I believe they're in uh, playoff contention right now. And you know, I think if they jumped right into the playoffs right now, I'm just going off the top of my head. If they jumped into the playoffs, they're definitely one of those teams where I don't think maybe a lot of people would pick them, but they would definitely be a dark horse to win the um, the the Stanley Cup Finals. And you would have to imagine, you know, they're one of those teams that if you're going to put some money on them, you'd probably get a very good return early on. So. Uh, if you're if you're very much into betting and you want to throw some money around for a team other than the Lightning, you know maybe a team out of the Western Conference to make it into the finals, go ahead and put your money on uh, the, the, the Edmonton Oilers. So, yeah, that's that's my pick for for the Art Ross Trophy. Now moving on to the Richard Trophy. Now the Richard Trophy uh, is awarded to the top goal scorer, um, and right now we have two. Um, Two guys uh, tied up at at the top with 48, and that's, of course, the guy I mentioned earlier and David Pasternak, as well as, you know, a player that seems to win it almost every year, and that's Alex Ovechkin. Um, so right now, I guess if you were to maybe predict who is going to win this award at the end of the year, I would have to give it to David Pasternak. Um or maybe actually, I'm going to say Ovechkin just because Ovechkin seems to put up a lot of the goals for his team, and I think he's going to probably, if they end up playing um, the rest of those regular season games, I think that he's going to eventually uh, put up maybe 52. I'm going to say 52. I think is a good number to to set for winning the Richard Trophy. And what I forgot to mention is who would be the Art Ross Trophy winners. And Rashard Trophy winners for the Lightning. So let me just get into that real quick. And but it's, you know, you're just these are obviously the the top points leaders and the leading goal scorer, and they both go to Nikita Kucherov. Uh, and that's why I think Nikita Kucherov should, you know, if win the the team MVP trophy. Um, you know, he's he's having an incredible season. You know, thus far, you know, he's uh, 33 goals and 85 points total. And you know, those aren't the numbers that he may have put up a couple of the season, uh, last season, but you know, they're still very impressive by any standards. Uh, he, that's, that's about 19 more points than the seek, uh, the, the Steven Stamkos who's in second place. And he's pretty much outscoring everybody else on the, on the team and goals as well. Um, I, you know, Kucherov has 33 where Stamkos has 29 and you'd have to imagine if they continued playing the season that, um, Kuch would probably maybe end up with close to, I would say probably, 40 so those are good numbers maybe uh he would end up with 40 goals and i would say maybe 92 points which is you know a pretty impressive season regardless of uh what team you are what team you're on or who you are now let's talk about the norris trophy moving on to the norris trophy and uh if you listen to my 
last couple episodes, I, I spoke about the Norris Trophy candidacy, as well as I appeared on the Locked On NHL channel uh, discussing Victor Hedman's chances for the Norris Trophy and and where he ranks against uh, other, the other players that are in the running for it. And I guess for the NHL, you know, um, I'm with these with these awards and stuff. Of course, I'm trying to be, you know, neutral, but uh, I'm gonna have to give this award. Uh, to John Carlson, I think you know as as much as I would love to see Victor had uh, Victor Hedman win another Norris Trophy at the same time. Uh, John Carlson Carlson's having an absolutely unbelievable season. Um, he's by far, if you just look at his points, the best defenseman in 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 the in the NHL. And uh, you know what? There's unfortunately it's it's one of those things where yeah, John Carlson's having a great season and. But at the same time, Victor Hedman's having just as good as a season. But I, I spoke on my last episode, uh, I believe it was two episodes ago, where I said that Victor Hedman, the one thing you could expect from him, and I said it on the Locked on NHL episode. And if you haven't, of course, like I just said, go back and listen, subscribe, like, play, download, whatever you got to do. Uh, you know, it really helps the shows a lot. Uh, you know, it really helps to support us. That's that's all we need you to do other than, of course, enjoy yourself when you're listening to these things. Um, yeah, so, you know, the thing that kind of, I guess, works, you know, that Victor Hedman does so well and that, I guess, on, you know, kind of, kind of goes against him is that he is very consistently good. And so, you know, when you see Victor Hedman putting up the, he's, he's been consistent. You look at his numbers. He's, he's a very consistent player and he, I guess that's just where the level he's at, where when people look at Victor Hedman, they look at his numbers and they say, oh, there's just, you know, Victor Hedman doing Victor Hedman things and just having another uh, impressively good year. And so I guess, you know, unfortunately, that's the kind of thing with Victor Hedman that takes that other people other than Lightning fans, um, you know, take for granted. So, but at the same time, John Carlson, like I said, is having an incredible year and, you know, he rightfully does deserve the Norris Trophy. But for, of course, for team... No Norris Trophy for the Lightning. Of course, you got to give it to Victor Hedman. I mean, what what can I say? I've I've stated before that, especially with the absence of Steven Stamkos, he really stepped up. Uh, him and Coach, and as well as all the other supporting players, and Alex Klorn, who you know who I haven't met, mentioned in a while. Um, he, you know, uh, on the podcast with uh, Brian Sauce of Cantina Media, you know, he threw a little fun jab at me saying that I mentioned Alex Klorn a lot and. Yeah, I agree, I do, but I mean, Alex Klorin's been having an incredible season, and I'm sure that once I go over the rest of these trophies, I'm sure uh, Killer will pick up a couple of uh, team hardwares, so let's let's move on. So moving on to the Calder Trophy, now that is the award uh, rewarded every year to the top rookie in the league, so yeah, the NHL Rookie of the Year, um, and I would have to, you know, this is, this is a very difficult one, I believe, um, you know, there's a ton of young, very talented players out there in the NHL, uh, and you know it's you have guys like Quinn Hughes who is absolutely lighting up, setting the world on fire. You have Cal McCarr um, and Dominic Kubalik, who I believe is absolutely incredible as well. Um, I'm gonna have to give this one to. Uh, I don't know. It's I'm I'm split on this. I mean, if you could <laughs> split the the trophy uh, two ways, I would give it to Quinn Hughes and Cal McCarr because I believe. These guys are going to be battling it out for Nor- Norris trophies for years to come, and uh, you know it's pretty cool to have uh, you know 
two defensemen, um, you know, battling it out for for the for the rookie of the year trophy, which gives me is you know because I'm because I'm a I'm a very very big fan of uh, defensemen, so uh, I guess I'm gonna have edge it out because I I feel like you know there are a lot of similarities between Quinn Hughes and Kyle McCarr in the way they play, so I guess I'm gonna have to give this one to Quinn Hughes. Uh, I believe he's an absolutely incredible player. Of course, you know, you could make the case for Kyle McCarr. Um, and for, you know, the Lightning Rookie of the Year, uh, I mean, you know, they haven't really had a lot of rookies play with them this year. There's been, of course, you know, Carter Verhage. I guess you could give it to him just because he's played a lot more games. The other rookie that really stood out to me this year, of course, was Mitchell Stevens. I spoke to spoke about him in length uh, a couple of times you know he didn't play that much games but in in the games that he did play even though he didn't the numbers don't show it he did um he he did make a a very good impact and he was very helpful towards uh the success of the team uh while he was with them uh but yeah i'm gonna have to give this one to carter verhage uh 52 games played nine goals four assists uh you know plus minus of negative nine you know not really lighting the world on fire but i believe that you know, the more time he gets with this team, the better player he's going to become. It's just one of those things. Um, so we'll just have to wait to see how he uh, he plays. Um, you know, there was a lot of games where, you know, you would see him very much involved in a lot of the things that contributed, whether to goals or just very good, you know, uh, rushes or whatever, you know, defensive plays as well. But and then there was on the other side of that, unfortunately, there was a lot of games where you wouldn't even have known he was on the ice. So, I, you know, it's unfortunate that's the way it is, but I, I have faith that, you know, Carter Verhage is on this team for a reason. And eventually once he, he hones his game and he gets a lot better that he is going to be, uh, contributing a lot more towards the success of this team. So keep an eye out for Carter, of course. So moving on to, uh, let's go for the Vezina. Yeah, let's go for the Vezina trophy. So Vezina trophy, let's talk about this. Now I, I, <laughs> I, it was pointed out to me on, I guess, a couple of days ago when I spoke about uh, a little bit about the Vezina Trophy candidacy and um, how I would challenge anyone would challenge I would challenge anyone to tell me that Andre Vasilevsky is you know if if to give it to anyone else other than Andre Vasilevsky and I you know what I'm doubling down on that I believe that Andre Vasilevsky whatever you may say about him, whatever you think, you know, he doesn't do right or whatever the case may be. He is hands down the best goalie in this league. Uh, you know, there's of course, every team has a lot of very good goalies. Um, you know, just, just some that jump out to mind, even though they haven't had the good numbers is Sergey Bobrovsky. Of course, he's been playing very well this year. Uh, he hit a little bit of a schneid during the season, but he started to pick things up before the season, uh, got postponed. Uh, there's also there's also players such as um, Connor Hellebuck and Tuukka Rask. Now I saw something last night which was kind of troubling to me, and maybe I shouldn't put a lot of stock in it. And I maybe a lot of NHL fans, especially Lightning fans, shouldn't really put a lot of stock into it as well. Is that uh, there was a panel from I guess the writers and. Uh, the some of the commentary team at TSN, uh, Toronto Sports Network, um, very good, reliable source usually. Um, but they released a, I guess it was just a, you know, voting results from, I guess their quote unquote pa- their panel that they have of all their employees. And for the Vesna Trophy, they had Connor Hellebuck is unanimous 
winning the bit. And that really, you know, that really, I guess I was dumbfounded by it. Because if you look at their numbers, and maybe I'm just being biased, but Connor Hellebuck, let's look at his season right now. 58 games played, 31 wins, 21 losses, five overtime win, uh, losses, I believe. Uh, 2.57 goals average against and a save percentage of 922. Now, if you look at the Big Cats, Andre Vasilevsky, 52 games played, 35 wins, 14 losses, three overtime losses, 2.56 goals against average, and a save percentage of, you know, 917. Which, I mean, if you're going to start awarding, you know, I, I've seen this happen in the past, and it kind of bothers me with goalies. Is that a lot? Sometimes goalies get awarded these trophies based on save percentage. Of, of course, I mean, you know, the, a lot of the time, of course, that's a it's a logical stat to award a goalie by. But I mean, look at if you want to look at these two teams, if you want to look at the Jets versus the Lightning, which goalie has really had a bigger influence? Um, you know, off the top of my head, I don't believe the Jets even have a chance of making a wild card spot. I could be totally wrong. I mean, if I'm wrong, you know, call me out on it and I'll I'll admit to my mistake. But I I would think that you know if you're gonna award the Vezina Trophy to anyone other than Andre Vasilevsky, then it's absolutely ridiculous. Now maybe I sh- like I said I shouldn't take too much stock into this just because. Uh, you know, this is a Canadian-based sports network, and of course, you know, they're going to give the edge to the Canadian goalie or the Canadian team goalie. So I guess, I mean, you know, maybe just look at it that way. Um, and then the Jack Adams, you know, of course, like like I said before, you know, if, if you're, uh, Vasilevsky is going to get the Vezina Trophy for if you're going to award it to uh, by team, you know, team goalies as well, so... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. That's just a very strange, you know, not only Connor Hellbuck winning it, but winning it unanimously. That I don't know. It was, it's it's kind of a head-scratcher there. Um, hopefully, that's not the, 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 you know, the outcome when they do award these awards. Um, I, you know, I'll be the first one to display my, my disagreement. So, if that does happen, and I feel a lot of hockey fans, not only Lightning fans, would agree with me um, that Vasilevsky would probably get, you know, probably had a cheated or, you know, whatever whatever word or adjective you want to use to describe if he doesn't win this. So, I mean, it's a little concerning to see that uh, some guys in the business who are, you know, these aren't slouches. These are guys that are very, you know, well, highly regarded. Uh, Ray Ferraro, Dave Pullian, Jamie LeClennan, Craig Button, Mike Johnson, you know, these are guys who, you know, most of the time you take a lot of stock in um, and th- and you listen to the things they say. So, I don't know, it's just a weird, just a weird voting outcome on that end. Like I said, I mean, maybe I'm being biased, who knows. But let's look at the Jack Adams trophy. Um, there's, you know, there's, I, I don't know, it's just kind of a weird, because sometimes the best team uh, their coach doesn't always get the Jack Adams. It's usually a team that you don't really expect uh, making the playoffs, and then their coach usually gets it. Um, some of the candidates are Bruce Cassidy, John Tortorella, and Dave Tippett. Uh, Dave Tippett's the coach from the Edmonton Oilers. I'd probably have to give it to Dave Tippett. Um, Edmonton Oilers kind of start. I, I don't. I'm not gonna say they start off slow, but at the same time, they, you know, 
I don't think a lot of people really thought they were going to perform this way. Um, where, like I said, you know, I, I view them as kind of a, a team that if they could get into the playoffs and if I believe they do off the top of my head, I'm, you know, I'm kind of doing this show on the fly today. Um, off the top of my head, I believe that they are in the, they do, they do have a playoff spot in the division. Um, and you know, if this team could get, get hot, I believe, you know, they have two of the best players in the world. And if they could just get some hot goaltending, I think this team could go all the way to the finals. And if, you know, the lightning make it to the finals, which well, let's hope so. We just have to get by Boston. And I think I'm not going to say it's easy sales. Cause then, you know, that's what a lot of people thought last year when uh, they faced the Columbus blue jackets in the first round and look what happened there. So obviously you can't take things for granted. And the NHL playoffs are, you know, if you've looked at years past, it's just, they just make no sense with, you know, which teams win. Cause you'll just have teams that are supposed to win and do win in convincing fans fashion. And then you have teams that just absolutely bulldoze their way from a wild card position all the way to raising up the Stanley cup trophy. So it's just, I guess you could call it crapshoot when you're just looking at, you know, trying to predict who, who is going to come out on top. But I think that if you're, like I said, if you're putting down some money on a team from the Western conference to go all the way to the finals, I think the Oilers are not a bad uh, bet. Um, yeah, I think that Dave Tippett, I think he's done a very good job with the team, especially when they lost Connor McDavid. Uh, you know, anytime you lose your best player, especially the one of the best players in the league, it definitely makes your life as a coach a lot more difficult. Um, and of course, for a team, you know, I guess you have to give it to, you know, John Cooper, of course. I mean, he is the coach of the Lightning. So, I mean, he's done a very good job this year. Um, I was a little nervous when the Lightning started the season that maybe they're going to have a little bit of hangover from the playoffs, uh, just, you know, going out the way they did. You never want to end your season like that, but it seems like for the most part of the season, uh, they've been playing the brand of hockey that you saw them play last year. And yeah, they had their times that you, especially me, were a little bit concerned about the way they were playing. But uh, like I said on my podcast uh, ever since, you know, all my shows that I think that this time off is the best thing for them to, you know, not only get their minds uh, straight, but also, you know, recuperate with some of the lingering injuries and, you know, cause this team was pretty much banged up. So we'll, you know, we'll have to see how they play. Uh, hopefully it comes sooner rather than later, just because I would love to get back to uh, talking about some of the games and talking about this team in real time um, on a nightly basis. So yeah, um, next week we got some new content coming toward you. I'm going to be speaking about some of the best seasons in Lightning history. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna do full episodes on it. I think I'll just do you know segments here and then just to keep you, you know, wanting more at the end of each episode. So I think I'll do it that way. Now I did realize yesterday, after I guess a couple hours after the show did get posted, that I did not give you my daily movie recommendation. Now. Um, and the movie I'm going to, so I'm going to give you my recommendation today. So the movie I'm recommending today, um, and the reason I'm doing this is because I've seen a lot of people on social media make a lot of, uh, you know, posts about how they miss the gym because a lot of the gyms are closed now. And yeah, I feel the same way. You know, it's especially when you're not allowed to go out and your physical activity outside of your house is very limited. I guess, you know, you could get stir crazy and, you know, the gym uh, for the most part for a lot of people, whether you're a hardcore workout person or you're just going there to go on the treadmill for, you know, five, 10 minutes or so, uh, you could get a little stir crazy. And 
this this uh this movie I'm gonna recommend today is gonna be a little bit of an inspiration that you guys you don't have to watch tonight you don't have to watch you know anytime soon but when things start to get more normal this movie is gonna be a little bit of a um a motivational you know kind of uh you know I guess it, it doesn't have exactly kind of like the workout sequences that you see in those you know in all the Rocky movies or any other movie where they have stuff like that but uh, this movie today is Vision Quest from 1985, and I'm gonna read, um, you know, the I guess the summary, uh, just so you kind of get an idea of what you'd be going into. So Vision Quest, is, and I'm reading this from the IMDb page. So a high school wrestler in Spokane, Washington, has trouble focusing on his training regimen when a beautiful young drifter takes up temporary residence at his home. Now, uh, Matthew Modine's in this movie. Uh, he was the father in in the Back to the Future movies. Uh, he was in, what else was he in? I believe he was, he was that creepy dude in um, uh, Str- uh, Stranger Things, the the scientist from like the first uh, season, I guess. Uh, he was also in the movie uh, Full Metal Jacket. So, you know, he's been in some notable stuff. Um, I have to say, you know, if you're a little bit uh, skeptical, at least take a chance on this movie. I'm telling you, after you're done watching this movie, you're going to want to go out and train do something or go out and run a mile or something because this is definitely a movie that you're definitely going to want to watch uh, especially w- to get some of that motivation back uh, once you get to uh, once the gym starts to open and things start to get back to normal so that's been it for today's episode I hope you had a great time listening to me kind of ramble about the awards uh, you know like I said you know it's it's our job not only on this show at Locked On Lightning but all the hosts on the Locked On Podcast Network to, you know, bring you that energy and bring you that creativity that, you know, we love to do every day, especially with things the way they are. And we hope that, you know, this is kind of a relief um, from the boredom or from just the mundane kind of day-to-day lifestyle that unfortunately we have to adapt to right now with everything going on. But like I said, we'll be back on Monday and I will update you going forward as to the frequency of, you know, the number of shows that we'll be putting out going forward. Um, so that's been it for Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. Have a great weekend. I'll be back in one day.